0: Portland State University's History Department presents This Week, Back Then. During this week in 1972, Oregon became the fourth state in the nation to decriminalize homosexuality after revised sodomy laws went into effect on January 1st. I'm Evan Smiley. Let's rewind. First, I'd like to note that sodomy laws, or more accurately, anti-sodomy laws, still exist in Oregon and all over the United States. Oregon continues to legally define unacceptable or unusual sexual behavior. Though presently in the state of Oregon, only acts involving children or other non-consenting individuals are prosecuted in the court of law, the history and implications of the state's ability to define normal and abnormal sexual behavior and its ability to not only police but convict and even punish citizens who deviate from that definition is intriguing at best and horrifying at worst. So the first instance we see of organ made sodomy legislation is in the Statutes of Oregon from 1853. And that sodomy clause from 1853, though vague and short as it was, has more or less survived for over a century undergoing much-deserved debate and revision. Now let's skip to 1913. Because of the Vice-Click scandal of 1912, in which a few well-known and prestigious businessmen of Oregon were put on trial for homosexual acts, citizens pressured the Oregon legislature to revise its sodomy law. So the revisions made in 1913 specified that any sexual act outside of male-female vaginal intercourse was illegal in the state of Oregon. The revisions also tripled the maximum jail time from the 1853 statute. In that same year, there was growing support for sterilization. And although the sterilization legislation proposed in 1913 didn't pass, a very similar, almost identical law passed in 1917. So, the sterilization law of 1917 applied to anyone who was, quote, feeble-minded, insane, epileptic, habitual criminals, moral degenerates, or sexual perverts. And the thought process behind this legislation was if any individual who belonged to one of those categories reproduced, their offspring would inherently be inferior and more likely to be a burden on society. So how did the state place citizens into vague and subjective categories like insane or sexually perverted? Well, moral degenerates and sexual perverts were defined as those who participated in sodomy. So here's where it really all comes together. After 1917, if you were convicted of sodomy, which at the time was legally defined as anything but heterosexual vaginal intercourse, you were subject to the punishment of forced sterilization, either castration or overectomy, and sentenced to a maximum of 15 years in prison, followed by parole. The reality is that these two laws, regarding sodomy and sterilization, actively and directly targeted gay individuals as a means of legal, systematic oppression and punishment. And these laws stayed in effect unchanged for about 40 years. It wasn't until the middle of the century that either of these laws incurred any revision. During the early 1960s, the growing success of the civil rights movements encouraged other victims of discrimination, such as women and LGBT individuals, to protest and pressure the government into revising oppressive legislation, such as the sodomy and sterilization law. However, this call for sexual revolution, freedom, and equality was not met without opposition. The only revisions made to the sodomy laws during this time regarded aging consent, not sexuality, and specifications to the sodomy law in 1961 actually resulted in further sexual oppression. However, despite setbacks, in the late 1960s and early 1970s, the sexual liberation and gay rights movements gained more traction as a political force in the United States, including Oregon. In 1965, Oregon legislation eliminated the phrase moral degenerates and sexual perverts from its sterilization law, removing physical punishment from sodomy convictions. Finally, in 1971, Governor Tom McCall signed the revisions of Oregon sodomy law, removing same-sex sexual activity as a legal transgression. Homosexuality wouldn't be decriminalized in all 50 states until 2003 after the Supreme Court ruling of Lawrence v. Texas. So this week we celebrate the anniversary of decriminalized homosexuality in Oregon, and while the past injustices inflicted on the LGBT community by the Oregon government should never be forgotten, and though we still have a ways to go in terms of equality and social justice, Oregon continues to exceed so many states in sexual freedom and acceptance. From being the fourth state to decriminalize homosexuality in 1972, to being the first state to recognize non-binary gender in 2016, Oregon has upheld its reputation as a pioneer of civil rights equality. For more on this topic and others, please visit pdx.edu slash history.